0: My go-to dodgeball strategy was to hide behind the bigger kids and wait until a few of them got out before I was hit myself. But this time I wasn't paying attention and was the last man standing. I also really had to pee. I figured I could get hit by a ball, and the game, and relieve myself, but then my teammates, kids who picked me last, kids who hadn't spoken to me all summer, started cheering me on. Bladder be damned, I couldn't let them down. I let the other team throw all the balls at me, and then picked them up one by one, and started picking the other players off. I even caught a few balls saving members of my team. We won the game, and before I could dash off to the bathroom, I was hoisted in the air by my teammates who chanted, Bradley, Bradley, while all I could do was protest, No! as a stream of urine came rushing out of my shorts all over the heads of my fellow campers. And in an instant, everything was back as it was. Welcome to the debut episode of One Minute Story Slam. I'm your host, Bradley Beck, and this month's theme is good sports. Today we'll be featuring four stories, and after we're done, you will vote on which one you think is the best. Or don't vote, it's up to you. I'll explain how to vote and how to submit your own story for a future episode later on, but first, let's get to the stories. Our first story is from Luann Sims of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Take it away, Luann.
1: I went to the emergency room once for a crazy, rapid heartbeat. It turned out to be nothing serious, but they kept me overnight. I struggled to sleep as nurses came and went, checking vital signs. Deep in the middle of the night, a 200-year-old Chinese man in a doctor's coat shuffled into my room. He carried a black, old-fashioned physician's bag like Doc Baker had on Little House on the Prairie. He gave me a gentle smile and said something unintelligible. He hit my knee with one of those hammers, took my temperature with a mercury thermometer, and looked in my ears. I thought he might put leeches on me, or at least pull a big needle out of his bag and give me a shot, but he finished and shuffled back out the door. I never found out if he was a ghost or a patient from another wing, but I like to think he was an old physician, way past his prime, who really values helping people, and that the hospital is a good sport by letting him work the night shift.
0: Thanks, Luann. Our next story is from an author and storyteller also from Westchester. Here is Jim Breslin.
2: I was jogging on the track at our local YMCA when I saw a youth basketball league playing below. The kids were nine or ten years old, and one little kid looked much smaller. His legs moved much quicker than the other players. It made me blink since I didn't have my glasses on. After my run, I walked down and watched through the gym door at eye level. The sight took my breath away. The smallest boy had no legs below his knees. His sneakers were on right beneath the kneecap, but this kid was the most aggressive player on the court. He had to move his legs twice fast to keep up with the others. He was in other players' faces. He wrestled the ball away from the opposing players. This kid was tenacious. Some kids weren't sure what to make of this. One kid didn't want to wrestle him, but others played him with intensity. I was spellbound. I watched how this kid played with passion and how the other players adjusted their game. I'm not going to lie, I teared up a little bit. That night, on the phone with my brother, I mentioned seeing this kid. My brother said, I've seen him. He's amazing. I tried to explain how inspired I was. It was hard to put into words, but I could tell my brother understood. Jim Breslin produces the
0: Delco and Westchester Story Slams for our Pennsylvania listeners. Visit WestchesterStorySlam.com for more info. Our third story was an internet submission from Michael Langan, and here it is.
3: Well, it all started pretty usual for this electrician working in the city building with my coworker. It's 7 AM, it's a Tuesday, and we're still pissed drunk from the night before, at the bar, across the street from the building. I woke up with a black eye and my friend a bloody lip and about a hundred light bulbs shattered on the floor. You know, seeing as we beat the crap at each other because I was chugging sauce that we stole from the halal cart and he wanted to chug it. Now We're on an abandoned floor, spread eagle on the floor of a conference room when the building manager walks in, screams at us, and bans us from returning. You know, then our bosses fire us. So what else do we do? We go out that night and get drunk and pass out at the Louis C.K. show at Madison Square Garden. And he made fun of us on stage for sleeping. I learned you should never chug halal sauce and don't fall asleep at a famous comedian's show.
0: Our final story is from comedian and storyteller extraordinaire James Bradford. Enjoy.
4: So by looking at me, you would never guess it, but I was not a very athletic kid. Well, of course, everybody remembers like field day. So you would get divided into groups. Really super important skills that you need to learn for later. For some terrible reason, they allowed the kids to pick their teams. And no one wanted me to be on their team for my age group. So I wound up with a bunch of older kids. So the last thing was a relay run. And it was basically like you just had to run to a post and back like four times. And then they timed you. And it turned out I kicked ass at running. And I, like, all these, like, older kids were cheering for me. And they were so excited. I'm like, go, Jimmy! Go, Jimmy! If any of you ever call me that, it will cut you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna win. I'm going to win. And on the very last lap, I was running and smiling. And my foot hit a little hole in the tar, and I keeled over and skidded my entire leg across the black tar, wow. ripped it open. So suffice to say, I did not become the hugely popular kid that I thought I was about to be. I will tell you that running away from people has been a life skill that I do use practically every day. <laughs> That's a
0: good story. That was a good story. They were all great. Now it's up to you to decide which one was the best. Go to one minute story slam.com click on the poll, and vote for your favorite. The winner will be announced on the next episode and might even feature some gloating by the champ. And if you would like to be on the next episode, the theme is awkward archives. You know, those brief moments that are burned forever in the shame part of your brain and then come out as a disgusted shiver when the right trigger is pulled. Well, send your story to one slam at gmail.com and you might hear your story next month. The deadline for submission is May 10th. And just like you heard today, you can record solo, in front of an audience, add music, whatever you want, so long as it's a true story, under 60 seconds, and in the MP3 or M4A format. No windows, please. Thanks for listening. I'm Bradley Beck. You can follow us on Twitter at 1MINStorySlam, that's the number one M-I-N Slam for updates. And make sure to subscribe on iTunes and rate us so we can become an even better podcast. Thank you so much to Jim, Luann, Michael, and James for sharing your stories for our debut. Good luck.